Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hi, folks. Thanks for joining me on Life Point today. I hope your day is going great. It's a great day to serve the Lord. Before I start on today's message, I would like to invite you or if anybody in the neighborhood of Cloverdale Church of God, where I'm one of the pastors at, between 3755 South Cloverdale, between Victory and Amity. We are hosting one of the National Night Out spots. We have National Night Out around the city, which honors our our first responders. And we're going to have first responders there. Some of you may already know, if you drive by Cloverdale, we host the uh, Ada County Sheriffs. Uh, We have a break room for them, and they're there a lot. And so uh, some of them are going to be there. We've invited a couple of the local fire departments to see if they would like to come. But between 6 and 8 tomorrow night, uh, the 2nd of August at the church, the side of the church outside, we'll be serving free hot dogs and hamburgers and some snacks and just uh, intermingling with uh, our first responders. And you're certainly welcome to stop by if you'd like. I'll be out there. And so will Pastor Allen and others. But we want to make you aware of that. And especially if you live out in our area, we'd love for you to meet some of those people who protect you and watch over you and uh, enjoy a hamburger and a hot dog and some snacks. Anyway, with that said, let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, thank you. Thanks for our first responders. Thank you for our sheriffs, our police, our firemen, our ambulance drivers, all those that work to help people in need. And God, I pray you'd bless them. But Lord, bless this time as we share today. Uh, May you lead me, give me the words that uh, come from you. Because Lord, I want to certainly do my part in spreading your good news. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I kind of got a funny title. I took this from about, oh, 10 years ago, I think 2012, the title. And I called it, Whosoever Will. Whosoever will let Jesus use them, he will. I believe we need to be on a mission for Jesus, touching lives every single day. Every one of you have an opportunity to touch a life. The question is, are you and will you? Will you be used for the cause of Jesus Christ? Or you let the world dictate to you everything else? I hope not. We need to be mobilized for ministry. When we look at Jesus' life, we see him standing on the shore of a lake with people all around him. Luke chapter 5, if uh, if you want to read about it, you can go to Luke chapter 5. I'm not going to read that scripture today, but he got into Simon Peter's boat and told him to row out away from shore and sat down, and he taught the people from the boat. Without even knowing it, he was mobilizing Simon, Peter, and Andrew, James, and John for ministry. They listened to him as he taught the people. Then it was time for some fun, time to catch some fish. So he told them to row into the deep and let their nets down. Simon Peter complained a little. We've worked all night and we've caught nothing. Kind of sounds like Simon Peter, doesn't it? Virtually, he was saying, let's go home, get some rest. Let's enjoy the evening in a nice, comfortable place. Enough anyway. But he said, since you asked us to do it, we will go out, put our nets down. The nets were so full they were breaking, and that's where James and John came over to help, and after the experience, they left everything, and the journey began. Jesus should be the mobilizer, folks. He should be the one that causes us to take action. In Matthew twenty-eight sixteen through 20 Jesus says these words, Then the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountains where Jesus had told them to go, When they saw him, they worshiped him, but some doubted. Now, Matthew said those words, and Jesus says this. 
All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Go into all nations. It's one reason why our church supports missionaries in many nations. We want to touch lives. We want to change lives for Christ. And we try to do things local and uh, statewide and, and international because we want to go into all nations. Even though some doubted, they worship him. And then he told them the key words. You know, he told them loud and clear to go into all nations. It's easy for us to get caught up in our little circles and in our nation. And But uh, we need to be spreading Jesus. There are nations that really are struggling that need people to help them. That's uh, that's why I'm excited in our in in our ministry. We started supporting uh, Bangladesh ministry and uh, took a team to Guatemala a number of years ago and and gone to Thailand, gone to different places and and just uh, we we just want to make a difference in a lost world. We wish we had income and wish everybody had the time and money to go all, all over, but you don't. You have to do kind of selected things, but you do as God leads you. I, evangelism isn't easy. You know, uh, I just, I had some people years ago, I mean, about 15, 16 years ago, they left the church because they said we talk about evangelism too much. And I was sorry to lose them. I really sorry to lose them. But the fact of the matter is, that's what we're called. We're called to minister the gospel of Jesus Christ and to touch lives. In John 17, Jesus says, As God has sent Jesus into the world, so send I you. I'm sending these disciples. You know, in reading through some uh, surveys I had read, and they're they're a little older at this point, but it said, this was, man, yeah, 10 years ago, 89% of church members then uh, believed that church's purpose was to take care of our needs and those of my family. 11% 11% believe the pur- the purpose of the church is to win the world for Christ. Only 11%. I don't know how much that's changed, but I bet it's gone down. According to George Barn in his book called Evangelism That Works, most churches have only a small group of people who have a passion for evangelism. Barn asked three probing questions. Do people own evangelism as a heartbeat of ministry? Is evangelism deeped into the highest priority of the church? Number three, have the people caught a vision for reaching non-believers that gives the church definition, energy, and direction? He concludes by saying, if not, the organization is not truly a church, but is simply a group of people intrigued by religion. Wow, that's interesting, isn't it? Evangelism isn't easy, but it's necessary. It reminds me of when we're so excited about something, we can't wait to tell somebody, so we call them right away. You know, I remember... And when I used to coach in Vancouver, Washington, we won the championship. I couldn't wait to call my parents and told them, man, we won. We did. We're champions. And how neat that was. You call your friends. Hey, guess what we did? We need to ask ourselves a serious question. Do we love Jesus Christ so much that we have a passion for the lost to know him too? Or do we treat our life as we're just a piece of religion? We can be like the Pharisees and talk big religion talk. But what significant difference are we making to impact our world for Jesus? I believe many are trying. I do. I think many people try. 
You give constantly to things that are changing lives. I know our church really responds to those things, and probably many of your churches do too. We put together mission trips and different things to try to help people. And I, I just, when I think of the name of the sermon today, whosoever will, who will say that I will follow the Lord even when it's not comfortable? And I'm telling you, in the last days, things are not going to be comfortable. I will go into places that are not easy for me to go into. To be all we can be, we need to be living in God's peace. We need God's peace in our lives. One of the places we have in Germany, our church sponsors, is called Pink Door. And it is, it goes in, it's virtually working with prostitutes, working with those that are uh, living in prostitution and trying to get them out of prostitution and trafficking, trying to make a difference in their lives. You know, remember after the resurrection, Jesus appeared to the disciples, and I think you'll remember what he said in in John chapter 20, verses 19 through 22. He says, On the evening of the first day of the week, when the disciples were together, with the doors locked for fear of the Jewish leaders, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. The disciples were overjoyed when they saw the Lord. Again, Jesus said, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. People of God, he wants to send you. Are you going into the world? Are you going into the force? What do you do for the cause of Christ? Do you invite your neighbors to the house of God, those that don't know Jesus, your family? You encourage them? You know, and, and some say, well, I they know I'm a Christian. Well, they know you're a Christian. What are you doing about saving them through Jesus Christ? What are you doing about encouraging them to be in the house of God somewhere? Let's make a difference. We have an opportunity to make a difference. Let's let's stand in the gap and be people who spread the good news of Jesus Christ. It's very important that we have peace in our life with God. You know, we need that peace, and people will see that peace that we have. Romans 5.1 says, this is the Apostle Paul, Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, because we've been justified by faith. I believe a real struggle so many of us have is, is not having peace with God. They're shouldering constant burdens. They're letting the world dictate their happiness. Instead of letting the peace of God overwhelm their hearts and allowing the Spirit of God to move them to respond. People of God, we need to respond. The lack of peace in our lives will never bring you satisfaction. He tells us about peace in difficult times. John sixteen thirty three says, I've told you these things in this world. Uh, you may have peace in the world, but you will have trouble. But take heart. I have overcome the world. How fast do we forget those things? Folks, let's remember that Jesus brings peace. He wants us to make a difference. And like I said at the beginning of the show, if if you're out and about tomorrow night, you want to stop by uh, Cloverdale Church of God, where we're going to be outside on the lawn from 6 to 8, serving free hot dogs and hamburgers and treats and just meeting some of the first responders, you certainly feel free to stop by. I'd love to see you. And I pray your day is filled with the glory of God. Let's be people that whosoever will, that we will be the whosoever, and we will follow the Lord, and we will make a difference for Him. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast, 
or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.